All right, hello. Welcome to A Living Color Abroad. I'm your host, Angel Rodriguez. Oh, my God. We've only just Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to A Living Color Abroad. I'm your host, Angel Rodriguez. <laughs> you hear a little blooper of there at the beginning. I, add, I think I'm going to change up the intro a little bit every now and then, every now and then. I like opening up with the uh, with the music, but I think I'm going to add like a little blooper. So what happened in that moment was I was going to start the live podcast and I realized <laughs> that my pants broke, like they ripped. They ripped right in the seam and I was kind of shocked that my, my shorts, I should say, not my pants, my shorts ripped. And that sucked, so I was like, oh my goodness, I just ripped my pants and ripped my shorts. Uh, yeah, so that was that. So yeah, this is a live podcast that I did on Instagram Live. Um, this was recorded on Friday. It was a lot of fun. Um, people uh, sent, sent in questions, comments. It was, about the, it was about the quarantine as the episode was titled, and it's completely live. I edited very few things. Um, you're going to hear me interacting with people on the in the comment section of the live format and things like that and yeah it was just a great discussion i just i think i'm gonna do live live episodes probably in the future sometime as well but yeah hope you enjoy this is a living color abroad all right welcome to in living color abroad live the live version um, I'm kind of nervous actually. It's kind of weird to be nervous about this. Um, you can write comments or questions there. Hello, um, Carrie. Uh, you can write questions if you want. Um, I already have some anonymous questions here that I'm going to get to. So let's just get right to it. All right. We're all fucking quarantined. <laughs> At least most of us are. Technically, we're not. <laughs> we're not quarantined here in Costa Rica, I think. Not technically, correct me if I'm wrong, those that are living here as well. Um, but you know, I am myself, I'm definitely social distancing. You know what I mean? Like, like my barber actually hit me up. As you can see, I'm kind of, as what we call in New York, woofing. Like I have, I need a haircut, but, um, <laughs> but I don't really want to go to the barber. I, I kind of don't want to, uh, take that risk of going to the barbershop. You know, like I just, I'd rather just not, you know, and I'm not even so worried about my own health. Right. But obviously I don't want to get sick, but God forbid, like, you know, I infect someone else. And I think that's the point of it, that people our age, uh, most of you listening are my age, uh, need to kind of understand. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm so young and healthy and shit like that. But at the end of the day, you don't want to be exposing any... <laughs> Thank you. Uh, exposing anyone else, someone in the comments. For those that are not on the live, this episode will be uploaded. Um, uh, someone comes in my awesome beard. Thank you. Miss you. Um... <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, so let's get, let's get right to the question. So I have, uh, I have a drink in hand because, uh, these questions is going to require, uh, some drinking. So that's my go-to, uh, rum and coke. So, all right, here's one of the first questions I got. So what are you doing to self-reflect at this time? Um, so honestly, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I try to, from the moment I, I moved abroad, I've gone through a lot of self-reflection. <laughs> this has been difficult. And now adding the coronavirus has just made this even more difficult, right? Like, holy shit, now, you know, borders are closed or whatever the case may be. So honestly, I'm just reflecting on, you know, 
on my family, you know, their health, my health, um, people around the world, their health, you know, because like it's you got to things, you know, everything's it's bigger than you. Right. So I worry about things like that. So that's how I would say um, I'm self-reflecting. I'm sure those that are listening um, and just everyone, this is definitely a moment. I think 2020, right? You think about things that have happened. You've had the wildfires in Australia, right? That volcanic eruption that happened, I believe, in New Zealand, and then Kobe's death, and now the coronavirus. It's been a lot of moments in this span of three months that have allowed us to kind of, you know, have kind of that self-reflection, you know? So I think um, it's, uh, yeah, so I think that's the answer to that question. All right, let's go now to another one. Oh, this is a good one from different, these are all anonymous, so I can't say who they are. Routine or no routine? Ah, that's a good, well, as some of you know, um, t- most teachers now have to do virtual learning, right? Distance learning, as we call it here. And so that routine is still, you know, part of my life. Like I'm still working, you know, even though I'm home, I'm still having to wake up and log into my computer at like eight in the morning, put up activities, give feedback to kids and all this other stuff. And basically be on my computer pretty frequently, which is kind of annoying, honestly. But so that routine I can't remove, right? Like tomorrow's Saturday, so there's no work technically, right? So that's the part that kind of, hello, Jalissa. That's kind of the part that, um, that makes it difficult, you know? For those that are checking in right now, you can leave a, you can leave a question, comments, something you want, want me to address on this live podcast uh, from Costa Rica. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, yeah. So I think routine is definitely important. I think even if you're not working from home, right? Let's say like you know you, you can't go to work, and th- therefore there's nothing for you to do. I think it's important to develop some kind of routine, whether it's you know working out. I've seen people posting constantly on Instagram about working out. And one thing that I've done, uh, some of you might have seen, like I started this whole like piano thing, like relaxing with Angel in Costa Rica kind of thing. And I kind of like as a little joke, but honestly, I enjoy doing that because not only does it relax me, but also I think. As from the feedback that I've gotten, it also relaxes others, you know, and I think each and every one of us, you know, we have talents that we can, um, you know, share with the world, right, through social media. And this is like the other part of it, right? Like, I think social media is now becoming more positive because, <laughs> because of what's occurring. Obviously, we have the memes which are fucking hilarious. And please do not stop the memes because we need to laugh in this kind of situation. But I think we're using it in a more positive way, right? I see this whole thing with uh, women like tagging other amazing women. So that's like those are like cool things, you know? that uh, people are doing right now because of like, what the fuck, you know, what else are we going to do, right? We're all stuck at home, basically. So I think that's a, that's a good thing. I think it's important to have a routine. Um, all right, this is, a, this is a comment. This is a pretty, <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me drink before this comment. <laughs> so this comment is someone that's pretty upset about their current situation at work. They said, stop micromanaging every fucking moment of my workday during a pandemic. So that's just someone that wants to let it out, right? So that's, and I think I can speak for a lot of teachers. I think you guys would agree with me that we are pretty stressed. Um, this person, I'm not, I'm not sure if they're a teacher or not, um, but you know, we're, we're pretty stressed out, especially the beginning when we had to do virtual learning. It was uh, pretty stressful doing virtual learning. And now I'm getting more used to it, but I think what's happening because we're not literally physically at the school things are becoming a little bit more micromanaged. <laughs> like, especially, I can only speak for my situation, right? I don't know about this person's situation, but um, I, clearly she feels micromanaged. Um, so that part is kind of uh, 
it's difficult to navigate, I feel like. Sometimes it's like, wait, when do I speak up? Do I just do I have to just roll with the flow? You know, like go, you know, go with it and just see what happens. Um, so yeah, so yeah, I see that, Issa. So it's it's pretty um it kind of sucks, honestly. And at first I hated it. I hated virtual learning. Now I'm just kind of, I guess, adapted to it. But at first I'm like, this is work, this is horrible. Like this is just 20 times more work than actually going to work and teaching kids, you know, face to face. So, um, yeah, so I definitely feel you on that as far as micromanagement, hopefully companies and businesses and, you know, whatever managers understand that they can't, you know, micromanage their employees during this kind of tough situation because everybody's going through something, right? Whether it be, you know, their health or worry about their family, especially if we're, you know, like for us, people that are expats here, we're abroad, you know, so we're worried about our family back home. So to add more work to what's happening, um, it's not good. It's not a good uh, recipe. It's a recipe for disaster. All right, let's see what else we got. Uh, oh, this is also a good one. <laughs> this is, how long do you think it will last? Uh, no fucking clue. Uh, <laughs> here's the situation Costa Rica. I believe there's like 90, 90, de- uh, 90 deaths, uh, 90 cases of coronavirus. I believe just one death. It might have gone up. I read that today. I honestly believe if you said, Angel, bet $100, like what's going to happen? I think that by June, by June, things will be better. I don't think that we're going to go actually back to normal, like, for maybe a year. But I think things will go, you know, trending in the right direction, right? Like, cases will diminish, uh, deaths will diminish, and, you know, they'll lift more restrictions. And that's what I think is actually going to happen. I think that that's... And I kind of hope that happens because in late June after school is over, if school opens again, I'm supposed to go to New York and visit my family. So if these things, if the cases continue to rise and the border continues to be closed, I can't go to New York. And that really sucks. Like, I don't even want to think about that situation of me, me not able to go to New York. And I have a flight, I'm supposed to go to Kenya at the beginning of July and my flight is out of New York. So if New York is not open for business, then I'm not going to Kenya uh, answering, how's your family? My family's thankfully good. You know, I speak to them a lot, um, every day basically. And, uh, my dad is not concerned, which worries me because my dad is in his late 69. So, you know, he's like in that age group where people are heavily affected, you know, by, by the, by the virus. And my mom's also in her sixties and I speak to them every day, you know, and I, I, before this even happened, I used to speak to them, speak to them frequently, but, now um, it's like every day. I'm like, how are you doing? And then I think about my grandmother. What's up, Giselle? Happy early birthday. Um, so I think about like my my grandmother who's like 87 years old. You know, I'm like, I'm like, I hope no one's like, you know, in contact with her. I just hope she's just isolated because, again, like that's why the situation is really, is really, um, it's just crazy in New York right now. And that's the part that I think I wanted to do is because. I'm here in Costa Rica and things are kind of chill. Like people are, are worried. You kind of see the news, you know, but I can't even imagine what it's like in New York right now. I mean, I just saw Cuomo say that everything is shut down. So I can't even imagine New York being shut down, right? Like how, how can you, how does New York shut down, right? So I can't even imagine that. And so I worry about my parents, even though they're upstate, there's still cases over there. So it's, uh, it's tough. It's really tough to be, to not, to be far away from your family during something like this, you know? And, but at the same time, it's like, I know, I'm better here for my health. Also, I should even go to New York even if I have the opportunity to. So I don't expose them to anything that I might have, right? Because, you know, they say it takes two weeks for symptoms to show up or whatever the case may be. So I'd rather just isolate myself and not expose anybody to anything. 
You know what I mean? Like practicing that social distancing. So, um, yeah, I hope that. Thank you for asking. I hope they're they're doing well. So yeah, to answer the question, how long it will last? I think it will last uh, June. It'll be fine. Um, define as far as like better. Um, next question: Are you scared? <laughs> That's a good one. Um, let's get rum and coke. Um, am I scared? I'm starting to get scared. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, it's this is just something that we've never been through. You know, I've I've never experienced anything like this, and the world hasn't. You know, as far as like effect, unless you were alive for World War II. But <laughs> for most of us, uh, you know, this is completely new and foreign, and for you know, and it's scary, and it, it is kind of scary, and especially back to answering the other question, when you are far away from family, like that, I can't tell you how worried I am in, in regards to that component, not even myself, right? But like my own family back in New York and in Georgia and in Florida, like I just, I worry about them because I know it's getting crazy in the States. But yeah, so I say I am a little scared. If I was put on a scale of one to 10, I would say probably, probably a six, honestly, like a 6.57. Yeah, something like that. All right, let's see what else I got. Oh, this is a good, this is a good question. Uh, for How can I speak up about the stress at work alone? So I just suffered through the pandemic with panic attacks. Damn. Um, no, I don't think anybody should suffer from, from panic attacks, with, whether during a pandemic or not, right? I think that kind of situation, again, I've, I haven't really experienced panic, panic attacks ever in my life, so I can't like speak from experience. But I think whenever you're going through any health-related issue, that needs to become a, uh, you need to be very forthright with, uh, what's up, Shawnee boy? You need to be very forthright with, um, I think, your employer, right? Like, yo, I'm having legit panic attacks. Like, I, you know, help me out here. Like, help me in this situation. Because again, everyone's stressed because of the pandemic alone. So now if you're adding more work to that, you're adding the stress levels are going through the roof, you know? So it's it's very critical, I think, uh, for this person that's asking for you to speak up, like legit speak up and not worry about the ramifications. Because at the end of the day, if you don't have your health, what is there? Nothing. <laughs> you know, like you need your health before anything else. So I, I would suggest you definitely speak up. Um, to whoever your boss is about, you know, these panic attacks and I hope you uh, get better. Uh, see, a lot of other good questions here. Let's see this. Uh, um, oh, how has the situation made you realize things about yourself that you weren't aware of? Ooh, hello, Jocelyn. Um, so how has the situation made you realize things about yourself that you weren't aware of? I think this is, honestly, I try, again, I try to be very reflective ever since moving abroad. I, I've thought about, I had a lot of time to think about a lot of different things at a lot of different moments. Um, but I would say in this situation, just how grateful I am for my health. You know, I'm 29 years old. I'm relatively healthy. You know, I'm able to do things. I have social mobility. You know what I mean? Like, so th there's a lot of things that I like, man, like I can't even imagine. I think for those, those that are listening, like imagine when you're 50 or 60 or 70, yo, I'll be freaking the fuck out right now if I was that age, you know, if I was like 50 and above, like I'll be scared for my actual life. And I've never, I, I don't know about you guys, but I've never been scared for my life really, you know, and, but this is making it r really real. And I was speaking to a coworker of mine, Stephen Polford, you guys, some of you know him, um, who he left to Canada because of uh, extenuating circumstances. He's 63. He was actually concerned. He says, I'd rather stay here in Costa Rica than go back to Canada because of his age. He's at risk. And and that's, you know, that's scary as fuck. 
so it's made me grateful for my health and at the same time even more worried than I already am for my parents because I already think about my parents before this pandemic even happened you know I'm like how do I how can I support them you know how can I how can they know that I'm here and you know I'm a phone call away but now during this is like man I gotta really I gotta really be on it you know what I mean as a, as a son you know I gotta really be on this so um that's how I've been uh, reflective. That's a pretty good question. Thank you for that question. All right, let's see what else we got here from different people. Oh, here's another question. <laughs> Shop for one week or stock up for Armageddon? Um, I honestly really hate what's been happening in the States as far as like how people, you know, everything's gone. I, I just think it really reminds me of this episode. If you guys have ever seen The Twilight Zone, this is an episode I think called Monsters Do on Maple Street. And the, the premise of the episode is that apparently there's an alien in the town, in Twilight Zone, and everyone thinks that it's someone in the town that's the alien that's, like, trying to take over their town. So they all start blaming each other, and they eventually, like, start, like, harassing each other and beating each other up. And then at the end of the episode, it pans out to, like, a fucking spaceship, and, like, the aliens are, like, looking and saying, oh, this is this is what humans will do. They would just turn against each other. And it's kind of creepy because that's kind of what's happening now in a way. Like, thankfully, hopefully, you know, but, like, humans are so, like, we're so selfish sometimes, sometimes, a lot of the times, and we don't think about other people when it comes to anything like this. So, as far as, like, that, I, I personally, I have not shopped for, I have not stocked up for Armageddon. I have a local uh, supermarket that I go to that's, like, a five-minute walk, and I get what I need uh, every other day. You know, I eat a lot of bananas, so I need, like, a bunch of bananas, like, every other day. Um, yeah, so don't stock up for Armageddon. Don't do that. Don't don't be the dick that buys a million rolls of toilet paper and takes all the hand sanitizers. Like you're not the only person on this fucking planet, you know? So don't, don't do that. Um, let's see. Oh, another comment. Uh, it seems like a lot of people are really like annoyed with the work situation. And I, I mean, I, I, you know, I feel on that. I can't speak too much about my own cause this is going on, <laughs> but, uh, it's been stressful to say the least. Um, annoyed with my boss. I'm thinking about quitting due to the lack of consideration. Damn. Um, again, I can't. I'm not gonna tell you to quit or not to quit. I'm not gonna be that person. But uh, I think you should uh, have that conversation again. I think you know that transparency. If there's anything to learn about this situation, is that transparency is what's needed right now, not lack of transparency. So if someone's considering, I think leaving their job or whatever the case may be, due to this and due to you know, again, they feel like they're not being considered as like a person, right? As like as individual. Right, it's just like work, work, work. I don't care what's happening. You guys gotta work. So I think um, if things keep happening like that, you gotta probably quit, or you know, best case scenario, bring it up to them, and hopefully they they understand your situation, and then they could you know lay off of you. Um, but uh, yeah, that's what I would say. I think that's that's a tough situation to be in. So I hope I hope that gets better. Let's see. I got a lot of other questions here. Okay, let's see this one. U.S. just ask Americans abroad to come back will you well if you heard my other answer i i can't i actually can't go back honestly because my job is supposed to open on april 13th how likely that is i have no idea but i can't leave the country because then i can't come back because the borders are closed to uh non-residents and non-citizens in costa rica so um you're welcome isa um so i, I think that um I can't go back. I just got an email from my director saying that it specifically states in the advisory, the travel advisory, that if you're if you're traveling abroad to go back immediately or pre- be prepared to stay wherever you are, excuse me, but if you're living abroad, stay there. So obviously I'm living abroad. 
And even if I was to leave, let's say I was to leave, hopefully I don't, um, I'll have to quarantine for two weeks when I, get, when I get back if the borders are open. And I could possibly be missing work. And that's going to be frowned upon. So my director is advising, highly advising all teachers to not leave, to stay in uh, Costa Rica. So I'm going to heed, uh, take heed of, I don't know, uh, just listen to that advice uh, from my director. Because I do think that's probably the best thing for me anyway is not to go to New York where it's worse. Now I can be exposed to my, my elder parents and just staying here in Costa Rica, uh, you know, social distancing and isolate, quarantining myself, you know. Um, let's see. Is that all? Do, 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 do. What do you a routine routine? Oh, someone asked about dating. This is a, this is an interesting one. So should I continue to date? Well, I don't know. I don't know. I forgot who asked this question. So I don't know where you are in the world, but I think most places are like, don't leave your house. So I would say, don't, don't go on a date. <laughs> I don't care who, this, what this person looks like. I mean, in my situation, I don't care if this motherfucking Halle Berry or Jennifer Lopez, like, I am not leaving my house to go on a date. Like, it's just, it, like, again, I, I love taking I love taking care of myself. I love getting haircuts. I love the feeling after getting a haircut. I am not going to, uh, <laughs> I'm not going on a date. Like, I'm not going to, I won't do that during this time. Even if we're not, we're not quarantined here. There's only, there's 90 cases. Costa Rica is small. And it's, I mean, it's like a 4 million people living here. But 90 cases are 90 cases. And, it, and the 90 cases are in the vicinity of where I live, like in the San Jose region, you know, in the center of the country. So I don't want to go any dates. Uh, yeah, so that's, uh, miss me with that bullshit. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's um, that's all the questions I got. So if you got any questions, feel free to write them down. But um, I'll keep, uh, let me get a sip here. Yeah, but it's um, it's been crazy though. And I, and I appreciate those right, coming on the live. This episode will be up. Probably in the weekend, but anyways, the episodes about quarantine, how to um, how to stay like you know active and not lose your mind. So for myself, like this podcast, obviously before this pandemic, I was doing this podcast weekly. You know, this podcast has been great for me just on a personal and professional level. I would say um, I've had a lot of connections. I made a lot of connections due to this podcast. But now that there's a fucking pandemic and I'm home all the time, even more. What's up, Turnbull? Even more um, reason for me to do more episodes. And Turnbull, who just joined the podcast, he was on my last episode. And we were talking about the coronavirus and parenting and stuff like that. Um, so I think th- we all have a talent. Like, I saw a lot of teachers writing, oh, if your son needs help or anything, I'm, you know, skilled in this area, whatever subject. That's amazing. Like, if we could be a service to others, then that's the way I think we we come out better from the situation. But if we're all about just our own selfish needs and stuff like that, then I think that we won't learn anything. We just we just will we'll learn shit. And that's why, like, I'm trying to do better by, one, like, interacting with people. What's up, Caroline? Uh, interact with people through either this medium of my podcast and, um, you know, interact with, with uh, others as well. Like, not just, you know, in any kind of way. So that's why I, like, do the piano thing now. Because people have told me that it's actually, it actually is relaxing for them. So, you know, and I like it for myself because it's relaxing to me as well. <laughs> so I would be a fool to not do that if it's, a, if it's of use to others, but also beneficial to me. So I think we all got to find that one thing that we all have. I, I truly believe is everyone has something of value. And people have asked me, yo, how do you start a podcast? Yo, start a podcast. Like, we all have things to talk about. Everyone has some, what's up, Sherry? We all have things to talk about. So if you want to start a podcast, I might, I probably will do an episode on that. I, I've thought about it because a lot of people have asked me, you know, how do you start your podcast? And honestly, I'm not tech savvy. Like, you know, write a book about the interviews I will buy. That's that's a good idea too. Actually, that's a great idea. Thank you. 
uh, Issa was saying on the, on the comments, write a book about your interviews. I would buy it. That's a great idea. I'm definitely going to mark that one down uh, for the future. Uh, piano sessions are the thing I didn't know I needed. Appreciate that a lot. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, so it's just something that I'm, you know, I think we all got to give back. And I just think about some of the people on, on this chat right now, like Turnbull is a basketball coach, you know, he can give lessons. He's, he's, he's honestly, he's a mentor to a lot of kids. So if you need a kid to, uh, get some mentorship, Turnbull's your guy, you know, there's teachers on this chat, so, you know, there's EMT on this chat, you know, there's moms on this chat. So like everyone has something to contribute. You know what I mean? It's not just. Oh, because I got a podcast, you know, I can, you know, I, I have a me. No, we can all have this medium and it's just work. Thank you. I appreciate it, Giselle. It's work, but you can make it happen. And I tell people this all the time. It's like if someone like me could come to Costa Rica, move abroad, you know, on a whim kind of basically and, you know, start a podcast and be, you know, like I've had I've had pretty good success with this. I'm not going to lie. I'm still trying to get, you know, get it moving and get more people involved or whatever the case. But I really, I really love just the interaction, meeting new people through this podcast, through this medium. And in other ways, just moving abroad. Like I've opened myself up to so many different experiences. And for those, I know Giselle uh, has studied abroad in Costa Rica, so she knows about this. So, um, yeah, I just think it, it's something that we all need to figure out. What's my value? Right. And you all have a value and you probably know your value already. So it's like, how can I share this value, right? Because a lot of things could take us away from that, right? Work could take us away from what we value. Even though, like, we might love our jobs. Like, me as a teacher, I love teaching. But to me, I don't know about you guys listening, but I don't like teaching defining who I am. It's a part of who I am. But I never want something to just define me of who I am. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would like to think that we're all multifaceted people and that we all have little things that, you know, are a part of who we are that, that you know, is the whole picture, Versus, oh, you're a teacher, therefore you're going to teach. No, 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 like, all right, I'm a teacher, I'm a musician, I'm, you know, I host a podcast, I'm able to communicate with people, you know, so all these other things. So I, I like to view things from my perspective in that in that light, you know, and I think a lot of you as well and all could uh, do the same thing. There's, there's, there's no reason, there's nothing, you know, there's, there's nothing inherently special about what I'm doing right now. I literally have a microphone, bought a microphone, $100, got an app. Uh, using GarageBand, how to, you know, YouTube tutorials, uh, and that's it. You know, find the host to put the podcast on. Okay, let me not say too much. I got to do, do an episode on this. But, <laughs> but um, you know, like, if, if you if you want to do it, you will do it. And right now, I guess, I, don't, I know some of you, um, right now, I'm trying to do a professional transition right now. Like, I'm applying for a master's program, and that's mad work. So as far as routine, I got to make myself, I got to develop that discipline again of being in school. And because this shit is like, oh, I got to write a fucking research proposal and shit. Like, this shit, things, I've never written a, a, a I've never, I haven't written in forever for anything. So uh, <laughs> I have to really get better with, with uh, that kind of stuff. But, you know, that's the other part of this, too, is like the discipline. And being in Costa Rica has taught me that I, that I have to be more disciplined, you know, because I could definitely be in, in, a, in a similar situation that was back in New York if I don't change my habits, and that's another thing that I think this pandemic might teach us is like what it shows us what habits we actually have. Because now we can't say, oh, work. All right, you don't work, but you're still home, yo. Like you could you could you could take a 20 minute break, shut down the computer and do something if you want to. So this excuse of, oh, work this, work that, work that. What's up, cuz this excuse of work now, you know, it's um, I feel like it's bullshit now. We all got to work. I got to work. We all got to work. But now we're physically in one place now. We have to be. 
right? We physically have to be in one place. So it's like, what do you do with that time that's allotted to you that you won't get when you go when you go back to work when we come out of this, right? So hopefully we, and I speak it for myself too, right? Like hopefully I develop some habits that are productive, you know. And that's why, like, uh, like when three days ago I was running before I was when I first got here, I was running like almost every day, and then I just stopped, and I made and I made. Uh, Bullshit excuses of all, you know, I'm tired, it's a long day, but now it's like, yo, what you gonna do, bro? You waking up at eight in the morning, checking your emails, are you gonna run or are you not gonna run? You know, so these kind of self-talks um that are uh critical. Like do you do you uh, address those those talks? Do you fight or do you flight? You know, you do you, you take flight and like ah, I'm not gonna go for a run. Nah, 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 nah. I'll do this later, I'll do this. When you do it later, that's when you realize the habits you actually have. And that's what I'm realizing. Uh, let me ask you the question. Que se oye en Costa Rica? Uh, everything is pretty chill. Not as crazy as other states, um, Susie. We have 90 cases here and one death, which is obviously sad. But things are pretty, not quarantined, but, you know, we're, we're, doing, we're doing pretty good over here. They shut down everything, basically. So, um, but yeah. So, yeah, just back to that point. I think that um, we all, sorry, this drink is getting watered down now. I love rum and coke. By the way, what, what's your go-to drink? Was, I'm going to tell you, I've been drinking, though. I'm not going to lie. Not like getting fucking shit-faced, but I've been, <laughs> I've been drinking. Not Okay, it says the pandemic. I, I, I like to drink, but like socially. But obviously, I can't drink socially anymore. So what is your go-to drink? Please let me know what is your go-to drink. I'd love to know because my go-to drink, thank you, cousin, you too. My go-to drink is rum and coke all day, every day. Like, I love rum. I love rum. They don't have Brugal here. Sad Dominican. They don't have Brugal. But they have Bacardi. That, that does a trick. Um, but <laughs> but I think, you know, you can't go wrong with a nice, you know, nice bottle. I don't drink wine, but, you know, I know a lot of people like wine. Nice glass of red or white. And, you know, just chill and just chill and enjoy yourself. Water, but I might <laughs> So one of the comments says, Issa says, oh, I drink water, but I might start drinking. A mocktail. Oh, that's right. You don't drink either. I forgot about <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for those non-drinkers, listen, make make your Shirley Temples. There's no shit, no shame in no shame in your game, you know. Don't have no shame in your game. Um <laughs> But um but yeah, no, no, no. So it's just been I think it's been a, a great um time. That's why I wanted to do this live thing. Again, I've never done this live, but I felt like oh this is this will be the time to, you know, interact with people that, that want to listen. And let me just be very uh frank with a lot of people, right? So people ask me always, oh like my friend uh, Turnbull, because he was on the episode, he's like, yo, how many plays this got, right? And I'm like, Jayla, <laughs> I'm like, how many how many plays does this episode have? He asked me. I'm like, oh, it has like about, you know, whatever, 30 to 40 plays. And he's like, oh, we didn't get that up. And like, listen, like, I want to, I want this, this, this podcast to be something bigger, right? But the reason I do it is not because of the views or the listens. Like, this, I mean, look, right now we have four people, but my thing has always been, if this podcast could reach just one person, then I'm going to keep doing it. And thankfully, the podcast has been, like, successful in ways. Like, I've had, what, like, 20, 21 episodes will be the 21st episode, I believe, 22nd episode. And it's been, like, over 2,000 plays from, like, over, like, 30 countries. So, like, I, fuck, I could have imagined some shit like that, you know? So I think that that goes to show, like, when you, when you do something you're passionate about and you're being authentic with yourself and not some fake shit, 
then good things come, you know, when you do when you do things in an authentic way, right? When you're when you're coming across as like very fake and you know programmed and robotic, people don't like that shit. At that, you know, people don't like that. So that's why I felt like when I started this podcast, I'm like, yo, I just got to be angel. Like, to choose a subject that you're passionate about, right? That's your experience, and then talk, and then see what happens, right? And obviously, as you can see, like I got notes. Like, you know, I got to be prepared. I can't just think of the shit all on the fly. You know, I try to wing most of it to try to stay as authentic and original as possible. But, um, you know, you, you got to be true to yourself. And again, I constantly keep going back and forth with this, right? But the, another thing that the pandemic should teach all of us is who are we really? Like, wh- which version of ourselves are we trying to show? Like, we're trying to show this kind of like what the one we show to the world, the one we show at home, which like, where, where is it? Where's it meet in the middle? You know what I mean? So like with myself, I can try to say that with this podcast, I try to be as authentic as possible in my conversations with whoever it is. Cause I have, again, on, the, on my podcast, I'm talking to people that I don't know, people that I do know and, you know, and people that I've met through, you know, friends or whatever. And I've had to somehow find a way to connect to those people. You know, it's easier. Some episodes are easier than others, but I've had to find a way to like talk about a subject and then connect. You know what I'm saying? And I think that, um, hey, what's up? And I think and I think that I thankfully have a little bit of a gift when it comes to that. With like, for those that know me, you know I love to talk. <laughs> I love to talk. I really do love to talk. But I, not like, you know, obviously to myself, but I like to have conversations. I've always been a talkative motherfucker ever since I can remember. And I really love to engage in conversation. Like that's I'm a, I'm just a people person. I'm a social being and I'm a people person. And that's why I always I want to have this podcast. And I think not everybody's a people person, and that's okay too. So for those that are like introverted, maybe a podcast is the best thing for you, right? Maybe you do want to have a podcast. So that way you can just put your thoughts out in the world and not do it in a kind of medium where you have to constantly be interviewing people <laughs> and hit people while you're laughing. Yes, I always hit people while I'm laughing. This is very, very true. Um, <laughs> and I love to laugh. That's the other thing. I also, and that's the other, you have, you have to laugh. I laugh at basically shit. I laugh at everything. Like uh, there's very few things that I, if you can't make me laugh, then you're really probably not funny at all in any kind of uh, way. But, um, yeah, that, that's what I would say are, uh, <laughs> oh man, those are, um, those are the things I think are solutions for uh, surviving the pandemic. You bring up strong points in groups. I respect you for that. Oh, thank you. I respect you, Issa. Thank you. Appreciate that a lot. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yes, you are. Yo, what's up, Brian? Brian coming through. Brian was, uh, he was a guest on my podcast on episode nine, I believe. He's in Abu Dhabi right now. Brian, this guy is a great mind from New York as well, representing New York. Was that, see see the Brooklyn Bridge right here? This I brought this back from, I brought this from New York for those that can't see. I miss New York, New York City. I, I miss you, baby. <laughs> but uh, what was it to say? But yeah, what's up, Brian? You get it from Thea. She loves to laugh and the talking from <laughs> <laughs> So Susie, for those that know, Susie's my cousin, and she's saying I get the I I, I get it from my mom. My mom is uh, so my mom is an extremely social butterfly, and my mother just loves to laugh. She loves to tell jokes. It's like that's my mom, and that's why me and my mom are like, like this. We we get each other, and the talking from Theo. Oh, and my dad loves to talk. Oh, I forget about it. Yeah, so I definitely get the talking from my dad. My dad loves to talk about nonsense, kind of like me a little bit. Uh, my dad loves to talk, and I when we're talking, oh my god, forget about it. You're not gonna get a word in because we're constantly interrupting each other. 
And it's like, none of us wants to listen to each other, which is like the worst thing ever. What's up, Tejas? Like, my, me and my dad are like the worst combination. But me and my mom, we, we, we vibe really well. We like, we make each other laugh. It's just great. That's, that's, a, good, <laughs> that's a good point, Susie. Thank you. Um, but, uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Tejas, got any questions, Tejas? Uh, so how are you guys handling it right now? So I'm in Costa Rica. I'm telling you how things are going here. For those that are not in Costa Rica, how are things where you are? I know, I know a lot of you are from New York, obviously. Not yet. Not yet. Okay. <laughs> By the way, uh, Tejas, a uh, childhood friend of mine, he grew up literally, we knew each other in high school, and then we literally f- realized we lived blocks away from each other. He lived on Crescent Street in East New York in Brooklyn, represent, and I lived on Autumn, literally two blocks from me, which is fucking insane to even think about. But, um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, this is, um, and I'm not going to lie, it's kind of surreal to be in, like, this, living abroad is hard. For those that don't know, there's some of you in the chat, you already know that you're living abroad, so you know it's hard as fuck. For those that are not living abroad, haven't done it before, this is hard stuff, yo. Like, this is, like, there's a lot of moments, like, fine, like, this is a pandemic, but there's moments, there's a lot of moments when I'm alone. You know, when I travel, go to places, I'm not really, I'm not always going with somebody. I, I do a lot of soul travel, as most of you know. And even here, like, when I'm going to, anyway, like, to the beach, I'll stay in a hospital, like, I'm going by myself. Because I'm just used to that. I, I, I kind of go to the beat of my own drum, so to speak. So in this kind of like, uh, excuse me, with the pandemic now, this has really made living abroad like 10 times as hard. And mind you, for those that don't know, I had offers before I moved to Costa Rica. I had offers in China and in Italy. I had, a, I had two offers in China, one in Shenzhen, China, which is near Hong Kong, and one in Beijing. And Beijing was offering the most money. And I was really, it was between Beijing, then it got down to Beijing and Costa Rica. Because Beijing was offering the most money. The, the Italy one was kind of like a half offer, really. Like they needed a teacher to leave or whatever for me to get a, a real offer. But then Costa Rica was the other one. And I chose Costa Rica. Yeah, it's crazy. I chose Costa Rica because it was closer to home. And I felt like I could adapt better. You know what I mean? But I can't even imagine right now if I was like in China. Like they're going to, and I have a friend that I met. Uh, she's in China right now teaching. And I, have, I actually don't know where she's at at the moment. I think she's back in China. And I think, like, you know, I, apparently from the news that I see, things are returning back to normal in China. But, um, like, I, I would probably just went home. I would have just said, all right, this ain't for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, imagine being, like, a world away, you know, like 24 hours on a flight away from where you where you live. And you're going through a fucking pandemic and everything is shut down in a country where you don't speak the language and people don't look like you. Like, that would be super tough. So I respect anybody. That's living abroad right now in China because that shit can't be easy. And then imagine Italy, like completely shut down. The death, the 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 death total has now. Uh, I can't even speak. The death has uh, surpassed the deaths in China, which is crazy to think about, right? So it, it, it's just really, um, it's 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 really crazy. Uh, like like Angel, you could have been there. You could have been both those places right now, and that shit would have been fucked, yo. That I can't even. I didn't even want to think about because I already been through. As some of you know, my experience of just getting to Costa Rica was a lot. So I probably would have lost my mind. I probably would have been like, all right, they say for me, go back home if I could. And yeah, that 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 would have been that would have been it. So yeah, it's kind of crazy how life happens like that, right? Like again, hopefully, you know, knock on cement, uh, <laughs> that Costa Rica kind of you know the, the cases don't go too crazy and doesn't go into some fucking pandemic here like it is in New York and other places. But. Um, yeah, I really hope that things uh, normalize sooner ra- rather than later. Um, so let's hear about some trips. I know a lot of you like to travel. 
So the trips that I have planned so far, I have, I'm supposed to go to, to Kenya with a group of friends in 1st of July. Do you think that's going to happen? Yes or no? I hope it is. I really hope it is. I'll be so mad. This will be my first time in Africa. And I'll be tight if I can't go. And then for my birthday, I'm supposed to go to St. Martin. I have, my birthday's in the summer as well, July 22nd. Send, send a birthday gift to Costa Rica if you guys uh, mark the date down, July 22nd. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm supposed to go to St. Martin for my birthday. Like, I'm very much looking forward to that. So these are two trips, you know, one to Kenya, I've never been to Africa, and then one in fucking, um, you know, St. Martin. I've never, been, I've never been to St. Martin, you know, the whole, both are beautiful. So I really hope that things, safari, yeah, I might have to do a safari, definitely. So um, I definitely hope that <laughs> things, not back to normal, but again, that the restrictions are lifted at least, you know, like things are, are on the right trajectory, because that definitely worries me. I'll be so, like, even though obviously I won't be losing money because they'll refund, re, give me a refund for my money. Uh, but yeah, uh, Sherry says, you should definitely check out the safari if you go to Africa. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely planning to do that. Have you been? Have you been, Sherry? Uh, Issa says, haha, I'll buy you some toilet paper. <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, oh, man, that's hilarious. But, um... <laughs> For those that missed my laugh back in New York, there's my laugh again. In case you haven't, uh, in case you missed my cackle, as people say. You know what I don't like? People make fun of my laugh a lot, and I actually don't like that. <laughs> actually, I actually don't like my laugh being made fun of. You know, I know my laugh is strict. Like even kids have told me, they're like, "What is?" They're like, "What is that?" I'm like, "It's my laugh." They're like, "What?" <laughs> that's their fucking reaction when I say that. That's my laugh. But again, so yeah, my laugh is very unique. I like my laugh, <laughs> but I like my laugh being made fun of. And also, I know I, okay, one thing I'm trying to do better for those that know, I'm trying to, your laugh is infectious. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm trying to do better with, um, <laughs> they are haters. You're right. I'm trying to do better with not hating people when I laugh. Because I, 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 listen, I would just hit anybody when I laugh. Like, it's not about if I know you or not. Like, if you make me laugh, I'm going to push you. I'm going to, like, grab your shoulder and, like, fucking sway you back and forth because you're making me laugh. And I don't know where that stems from. I have no idea where that stems from. But that's just what I fucking do. And I'm trying to stop that because I know it's not always. Like, I, I, I can't just do that. You know, that's not socially acceptable just to grab somebody's shoulder that you don't know. Haha, <laughs> uh, ha, no, that's so you. It is so me. But, again, I got to, I got, I think I got to. You know, bring it, bring it, tone it down a little bit. Yes, please stop. <laughs> Isa, I'll do better. I'll do better. I'll do better. But um, I'm trying to, so those are things I'm being reflective on at this time. It will happen. Trust me. What will happen, Tejas? What are you talking about? Um, so, yeah, so I'm trying to, I'm trying to, uh, you can't do that now with social, <laughs> yeah, exactly right. With social distancing, I can't, I can't be touching people. You know, we know what was weird though. You talk about this whole social distancing thing. Like, I was walking to the supermarket. I live in like a condominium complex. And this couple were walking. And this woman had a baby in a stroller. And like, this is a very narrow like sidewalk. And <laughs> Issa says, who do you hit now? The guards? So like, there's these two people walking on the sidewalk, right? Like, this is a very narrow path. And the guy goes like five feet walking on the grass. And like, I didn't go anywhere. I just stayed on the fucking, you know, on the path. And the woman kind of gave me like a look. I don't know if she was upset or kind of like, she was like, 
like, why are you not, like, social distancing? But I was like, yo, like, social distancing is, is like, if I'm with people, right? Isn't it, am, am, I, am I correct in saying that? Not if I'm walking past somebody. Am I supposed to walk seven feet away from somebody when I'm walking past somebody? I don't know if that's, is that the case? I'm not aware. If, if I'm wrong, please let me know. But I just thought if, like, if you're, like, in an area, you know, if you're, like, stationary somewhere, you need to be uh, six feet away or six, seven feet away, whatever it is. But, like, this guy literally went, like, zoop. He went all the way to the fucking grass to avoid me. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I felt a little bit offended. But, again, I understand. Like, you know, it's a it's a crisis or whatever. It's a pandemic. I, I get it. So, I was like, you know. By the way, I don't know if this is, I'm, I'm all over the place right now. But I got a fucking pimple on my finger pad. So, you, I don't know if you guys can see that. But there's, like, a little dot right there. Like, I was like... And, and I popped it, uh, not to be nasty, but I popped it and like, like shit came out of it. So I was like, what the fuck is this? I'm like, is this part of the coronavirus? Like, what is this? So then I Googled it and apparently if you don't wash your hands a lot, you could develop like pimples on your finger pads. But then I also said, for those of you that are worried that I'm not washing my hands, it said, if you wash your hands too frequently, you go, you're, you're drying your hands up. And the net, like the, I guess, like the good bacteria that's on your hands are being uh, deteriorated. So that way, you could develop like fucking pimples and shit like that. So this is the first time in my life I've had a pimple on my finger. So um, he says, I don't know, better safe than sorry. I go on walks with my Lysol spray. <laughs> Speaking of the Lysol spray, by the way, there's a person. You know, there's an app in New York. I don't know if it's a uh, in New York or something like that. But there's, there's an app. The Citizen app, I think it's called, right? And there was a, you know, they show like cases, like crimes that happen. One of the cases was someone sprayed somebody with Lysol. <laughs> yo, New York is a fucking nuts, yo. Like literally spray somebody with Lysol. Like, are you kidding me right now? Like, what, what is wrong with you? Issa, please don't spray another Lysol. Uh, I haven't been near people that are not my family since last week. Well, that's good. That's good. Hopefully none of them have it. Hopefully you don't have it. So, and that's what I'm hoping as well. Speaking about that, right? The whole with family or whatever. Like, I'm hoping that two weeks passes and I have no symptoms. Because I would, I would think that I'm good, right? Like, if two weeks pass and I have no symptoms, you know, then I would think that I don't have it. Because that's what they say, right? It's like the whatever the incubation period is like fucking 10 to 14 days or whatever the case may be. So I'm really, I'm, I'm waiting for next week, even though I think it's been like more than two weeks already. But like, I'm hoping, by the way, I had a headache like a week, like three, four days ago. And I got so fucking scared. I was like, <laughs> I'm like, no, no. So I didn't have no fucking Tylenol. So I had to go upstairs to my neighbor, this dude, Steven, that's not, not here anymore. And I'm like, yeah, you got a Tylenol? He's like, yeah, sure. He didn't think of anything of it. I'm like, yeah, I have a headache. And then he paused. He's like, he's like, you have a fever? I'm like, no, no, no. I'm like, listen, I would not walk into your apartment if I felt like I had a fever. I'd like, no, no, no. Like, I just got a headache. And, <laughs> and like, that's how, that's how it is now, though. You can't cough. You got to hide your coughs. God forbid you cough or have a, or you sneeze. Like, people think you're, you, you're going to fucking die, right? Like, you're, so, like, thankfully, I got the Tylenol, and I, I just had to go to bed, and I felt 100% the next day. And I was so happy. I was like, whew, that scared the shit out of me. Like, like a headache. Like, imagine, yeah, Steven. Like, a headache could scare you, thinking that you got some fucking coronavirus. Yes, you would. <laughs> Turnbull, I want to see more comments. By the way, if you guys don't know, uh, what's up, Brian? What's going on? Turnbull, King Low 79 Carlos Turnbull was a colleague of mine for five years. He's actually featured on Humans in New York. Um, that's his claim to fame, by the way. And if you haven't listened to my last episode, he was on it. And another colleague, it was hilarious. 
We're like we're like best friends. Basically, we talk about everything and everything. We're talking about parenting, basketball, coronavirus, all this other shit. And uh, yeah, but uh, what's going on, Brian? What's going? How's Abu Dhabi, bro? Yo, you you could drink liquor out there, right? In Abu Dhabi, by the way. Also, another guest. You was at, I was at the beach today. Oh, really? Damn, shut down the beach over there. So Brian's in Abu Dhabi. Listen to our episode. It was really cool. He speaks about a lot of shit in Abu Dhabi. He's a guy. He's a guidance counselor in Abu Dhabi. So even in another perspective. What are your thoughts on those spring breakers? Oh my god, great question. What are my thoughts on those spring breakers? They're fucking assholes. Like this goes back to what I said earlier. Like if you're young, as most of the people on this chat are, right? If not all, like you're like, oh, I'm good. So who gives a fuck, right? But it's not about you. And this is a situation that, like it's not about you. It's about other people. Like, if you can affect you can affect somebody, like your grandmother, you know, your grandfather, your parents. So, like, that's just really stupid. It's just really, people that do that shit, I, I, I don't understand how somebody, how people can be, well, I guess I, I could, right? But <laughs> how people can be so, so selfish about so many different things, you know? Like, and thankfully that dude, uh, fucking, I think the governor of Florida, like, shut that shit down apparently. But, yeah. Have a 24 case of Red Horse beer. Liquor store is now closed. What the fuck is Red Horse beer? And 24 case, you ready? <laughs> what kind of beer is that? Red Horse. Has anybody heard of Red Horse beer? Is that is that like a is that a United Arab Emirates um, kind of beer? Or am I am I not aware of it? But um, yeah, thankfully things haven't closed here yet, so I'm not too concerned. Things are still readily open, I would say. Yeah, it's not again. I'm not going out, so it's not like I'm. I'm like checking to see what the fuck is open, but my supermarket's open. That's all. That's all that matters. And there's still alcohol in the supermarket, so I'm good. The mayor of Miami has the virus. Do you think the media is overdoing it with this? The flu kills a lot of people as well. What do you think about all the job losses as well? Yo, what's up, Alex? Um, the mayor, man. I don't think the see the media. The thing with the media, and I go back and forth with this. The media and is overblown. Honestly, yo. People are dying. Like, the flu kills a lot of people, but according to what I've read, right, and those that have read more, a Filipino beer got you. What's up, bro? Um, according to what I've read, the the, the coronavirus, uh, COVID-19, is more deadlier than uh, the uh, the flu, like the common flu. And the problem with the flu is they talk about, you know, it kills a lot of people, the flu, yearly. But the problem is that we don't know about the coronavirus. And that, that's the, like the whole, you know, the novel virus. So that's the other problem, right? There's a flu vaccine and whatever whatever your thoughts on our vaccines is irrelevant at the point. But, you know, if you want to get a vaccine, you can get it. And not that it's 100% proof because, you know, foolproof because you can still get the fucking flu. But you, you, you probably might survive and people that are older will die. But the thing is now with the fucking coronavirus, that shit has other symptoms. Like the shortness of breath thing. That I've had the flu. I know you guys have had the flu. I never, I, and all my life I have the flu. I've never had shortness of breath. That's the scary part, and that's why people that have like chronic disease, like like people that suffer from asthma, and that's because I had asthma as a kid, and you know you never get cured from asthma. Asthma is just lays dormant. So there's this dude that was I just read that he was like 34 years old, and he had like chronic bronchitis, or he, had, or he suffered from bronchitis early in his life, and he died like in three days, and he was like 34, early 30s. That's some crazy shit. Uh, Brian says invest in 5G companies. Why Brian? Why 5G companies? But, um, you know, so that, that's what I think about it, Tatis, honestly. I think it's somewhere in the middle, right? Like, obviously, it's sensationalized a little bit. But, yo, people are dying. Like, you got to, if you're, the th my thing is, my, my biggest fear with the coronavirus, honestly, is the fact that 
you have two weeks of not probably not having symptoms. That's fucking crazy. It's not like, oh, I'm feeling sick. Oh, my God. No, it's like, yo, you could you could be contagious and not know it, you know? So that's the whole thing, I think, why these precautions are needed, you know? Like, yo, like Cuomo, like, you know, whatever you think about Cuomo, but like, yo, shut this whole shit down. It's not anybody that can fucking shut down New York City. Fucking 8 million people. You know what I mean? So, like, I, I think those, those steps are necessary at a time like this when there's still, one, no vaccines, right? There's, like, the I, the hospitals are being, you know, workers are being overworked. There's not a lot of hospital beds and shit like that. So I, I think that um, these things are necessary, you know? These steps are necessary. But um, yeah, that's that's my thoughts. So good question, though. Thanks for the question, Tatus. Any more, any more. Yo, Alex, what you got, bro? Been in quarantine for two weeks, bro. You you got you got the coronavirus for work. But are you quarantined because of work or because you 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 uh you're infected? This will be the first person I know that has the coronavirus. Hope you feel. All right, Brian says to invest in five G companies because oh negative. Good, I'm happy for you, bro. 4G too slow. If everyone online working from home, you would need a faster Wi-Fi. That's very, that's a good point, but I didn't even think about that. I didn't think about that, Brian. That's a really good point about, that's the other thing, right? Yo, so, so, so now going to the business side of this. So I don't know about you guys, but like I, I invest in the stock market and I have like, I have like a long-term investment account. Um, sorry, I had to pause my, my phone. Uh, I'm at, hold on, I'm at a uh, 20%. I'm good. I should be good. All right, here we go. So uh, the Corona, like, uh, I've lost, I've, I don't mind saying this, I've lost $3,000 <laughs> in the span of two weeks. Uh, you know, thankfully I have, I have yet to lose any of my own money that I've invested, but like I was at a X amount, I won't say amount, I was at an X, you know, X amount and then I've lost $3,000 because of this whole, you know, the, the like the worst day of the stock market like a couple days ago and all these, like it's just crazy, but I got to stop looking at that shit. You know, I got to stop looking at that. And if you, if, if, this will be my advice to you, not because I'm like some fucking guru in stocks, but if you're like, if you're doing long-term investment, this is what like the person that I, I'm doing through an app called Betterment, which I highly suggest. If you know very little about stocks, which I know very little about stocks, like you just, they, they diversify your portfolio. Obviously I would say do your own research. I've done my own research, but you know, diversify your own portfolio uh, so that way, you know, you don't get hit too hard, but I've lost three grand, three grand, three grand. Like I expect it to go up, but that still sucks. Um, I hear 5g is dangerous to our health. Yeah. I don't know anything about that. So I, all Wi-Fi is dangerous. Brian says it's radio waves. Uh, it's around. So Terry says 457 is going up. I don't, what's 457. I must be stupid. It was for, I don't know what 457 is. What is that? It's. I think, oh, that's a good question. How much do you pay for that? Great question, Issa. I think that, I think the, the fee is not a lot. I think it's honestly like maybe, I got to figure that out because I actually don't know. I think it might be like a dollar or five bucks a month. I'm not, I'm I'm, I'm going to look that up. I'll let you know after this, after I stop recording. But um, yeah, it's not much. It's not much. You just put your money in there and then, you know, in my opinion, is like, I think you should have savings and then you should definitely invest in stocks because, the thing is with stocks, like yeah, it could go down, but you know, if you're long, if you're doing long-term investment, you're not day trading, you know, like the trajectory is is probably gonna is gonna steadily go up. You know what I'm saying? Because even if I look at my like the graph that they show, like I look like a year because I've been I've been investing for like three years now, but like you could look at the graph and even I still haven't lost any of my own money. You know what I mean? So I haven't actually lost any real dollars. Um, I've uh, but I've lost obviously money that I've gained. So the gains that I made 
are almost gone right now. So I basically made in a, in a year and a half, two years, I made $3,000. That is way more than I'll be making if that shit was just sitting in a savings account. We know the interest rate is like, you know, you get like 0.001% or whatever, you know, whatever is sitting in a savings account because that's not, you know, um, yeah, airline stocks tanked. Yeah, Tejas, if you want to know about, if you want to know about uh, stocks, uh, Tejas is a smart guy talking about, Tejas, you could talk about that too. Let's see what else we say. Yeah, say I'm thinking about investing when I move back. Yeah, I was if it's just that 457 going down, retirement savings. Okay, like a 401k, got it. I didn't know that. I had a 403b when I was in um when I was back in New York. So I didn't know for four I didn't know a four fifty seven was thank you for telling me about that. I didn't even know about that. Um maybe investing in airlines now. Yeah, that's the crazy part, right? Like the the airline airlines are now I mean, it's just everything, right? That's the thing that people gotta understand. That like everything is like going to the shit, you know, fucking tanking. And like you gotta like hold steady though, yo Gabriel. So Gabriel's my brother, G Skrilla, nineteen eighty two. Gabriel, you better say something, Gabriel. You better not leave, motherfucker. <laughs> so Gabriel, my brother's in Georgia. Um, Gabriel, are you feeling better, Gabriel? He's feeling kind of sick. He's I don't think he has the coronavirus, uh, but he's I think he's feeling better. Shave your beard, <laughs> dude. My barber. If you if you were not here, my barber. So tell me, yo, I'll go to your house to give you a haircut. But honestly, I didn't, I don't, I don't want a haircut right now because I just don't want a, a clipper on my face. You know what I'm saying? Like even if you're wearing gloves, I just don't want that kind of interaction for 30, 40 minutes. You know what I mean? Oh shit! Instagram live telling me I got a minute 55 left. All right, so let's make it good. You'll come back to New York, Brody. Um, I, I'm supposed to be going back to New York in at the end of June. Hopefully things are hopefully closer to normal by end of June. Um, yeah, so that's what would be happening. Let me shave it. No, you're not. You don't have to cut hair, Tejas. You don't have a beard. What are your thoughts? It has to go back up. Yeah, I think the stock market is going to go back up. I think that's what always happens. It just goes back up. When it'll go back up, I don't fucking know. But I think eventually it'll go back up. Um, yeah. All right, let's make it good. The last one minute and 20 seconds. This is good. I got like literally 50 Yeah, hopefully, bro. We Hopefully we could chill. Like I'll be in New York for a little bit. And then, like, I, I, cause I'm, I got a flight from New York to Kenya. I'll give you the half face. <laughs> People are like clapping, like, what the fuck are they said? Must be somebody's birthday. People are not social distancing here. Peace and love, man. Take care. Thank you, bro. You too, bro. Um, yeah, so 55 seconds, guys. <laughs> Actually, I like the beard like this. I'm not going to lie. I, I like the beard. It's like, it's like a quarantine beard. That's what, I, that's what I'm going to call it. This is my quarantine beard right now. Some of this should just fucking grow. <laughs> yeah, lots of love. Thank you. Thank you. Miss you. Oh, I miss Brooklyn. Take care of Brooklyn for me. <laughs> Take care of Brooklyn for me. <laughs> Kenya, he says. Yeah, bro, we're going to Kenya, bro. Africa. Stay humble. <laughs> Always, bro. Always humble, man. Come on, man. <laughs> Keep, no, I'm always keeping the beard, but I always, I usually trim it. All right, nine seconds. This is like, this is like a, a two, uh, New Year's countdown. Six, five, four, three, two. <laughs> I hope you enjoy that episode of that live episode on IG Live. Um, yeah, that was a lot of fun, honestly. Interact with obviously friends, people that I don't really speak to that often. You know, they're just, you know, people that follow you and you follow them on Instagram, right? You might have met once or twice and they decided to be forever friends on Instagram. So <laughs> that's pretty cool, I think. And I think right now what's happening during this quarantine is 
people I think are using Instagram um, and social media, you know, uh, for you know for more positive things, right? It's not just about the selfies and look how awesome my life is. It's more like, oh, let's challenge each other, right? Whatever, like tag ten amazing women and you know, do, let's do uh, workout challenges, things like that. So I think that um, as you heard me talk about, obviously the things that I'm doing as well uh, on social media. Um, you know, it's just a lot of fun. And I think during this time, we all could use a little bit of laughter, uh, some real conversations. And I hope that my podcast, for those that listen, it provides that, you know, provides some little insight, some laughter, you know, just. And listen, if you want to start a podcast, I'm going to have an episode on how to do that. <laughs> so keep tuning in. But yeah, I hope you enjoyed. Uh, There's a lot of fun. And yeah, here in Costa Rica, we're quar- not technically quarantined. But it's going to be a minute. It's going to be a minute uh, until we um, go back to school and things return back to normalcy. Yeah. Take care. Wash your hands. Until next time. This is Let Me Color Abroad. Peace. Peace.